Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life-ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. All of us on the MSEC For the Sake of the Child podcast team would like to take this time to say thank you to the Tidewater Officer Spouses Association for providing the funds to make today's podcast possible. Your support allows us to share both information and resources and also helps to build connection through shared stories and experiences, which can provide our military kids, their families, and the professionals who serve them the tools they need to help our military-connected children thrive. We can't thank you enough, and we hope that you enjoy our episode today. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast for the sake of the child. My name is Susan Sellers, and I'm the spouse of an active duty service member, parent to three military kids, master parent to parent educator, and now podcast host at the Military Child Education Coalition. Joining me today is Hannah, who's going to talk about life after her dad's retirement from the military. Hannah, thanks so much for joining us today. No problem. So growing up in the military, I'm assuming that you probably lived on post a lot, maybe had lots of different duty stations. What were some of the things that you enjoyed about being a military kid? Well, out of my 18 years as a military child, I lived on post a total of two times. And I really loved the community that everybody became a part of when they moved in. Everyone was so welcoming. We always had a resource given to us about, like, if we needed medical care or insurance, anything like that. Well, and I think you and I had talked a little bit, too, about the last experience. You guys uh, were stationed at Fort Bragg, and you really liked the sense of freedom, I think, is what you had mentioned. Is that right? Because we have so much community, family around us, People are able to watch out for each other's kids, especially around the neighborhood. I know we had a lot of different things happen, um, but our community parents were always looking out for us. So we could honestly go anywhere and do anything on post as long as everybody knew where we were. Right, which is such a nice benefit to being on post and being a military kid, because even though you move frequently, when you're living on post, you kind of have that instant sense of community, which I think is so important when you move so frequently. So your dad, Shane, he retired this summer after a long and successful career in the Army. What were some of the changes to life that you noticed after this milestone? Well, first I like to say I am super proud of my dad. He did a really good job with his career, and I always wanted to follow his footsteps. When he retired, I felt like he became more relaxed, especially in the way he dressed, and he has more time to come home to us and tell us about his day, 
And there were a lot of times in his military career where he would come home a little bit frustrated. And now he just kind of comes home and he's less frustrated with his job. And he has a lot more in common with the people that he's working with just because they're all kind of doing the same job. And I feel like we've been more close as a family just because we can all do stuff together and we don't have to be on He doesn't have to be on edge and listen for his phone to always call him. So I feel like it's just been all around great. We've all kind of relaxed and had time together. So I feel like it's just become part of our daily routine to relax and talk about our day. Well, I got to tell you, I am sure your dad is going to be so happy to hear how much you enjoy seeing him more and, of course, being so proud of him and all the sacrifices that you as a family made during his career. And now he's continuing on in the private sector, but he's still working with the government, in fact, over in Europe. I love, though, your perspective about this transition. I mean, it's so positive. So what's helped you to maintain such a positive outlook? Because this is, you know, this is a big life change. I mean, graduating from high school and then your dad getting out of the military, but you just seem to have such a, such a growth mindset about it. So I want to know what's your your secret? Well, honestly, being a military child, you have to be ready for any kind of change or different situations to happen and then you have to adapt to that. So have, being a military child, it's easier to adapt to your different situations like moving all the time. You had to be ready to make new friends and be a little bit out there and have to change up your daily routine. So change is really hard, but being a military child, you're taught that that's your life and that you have to get used to it. So there's not really I mean, for military children, I think it's just so easy to adjust to things, especially for people who have moved a lot. And I think having a positive outlook certainly helps with that. And you and I have been talking, as I mentioned, you know, your dad and mom and younger sister are living and working in Europe right now, but they were able to tap into a retirement community. So in a way, is it almost like still being part of the military, like that essence of living on post? Oh, yes, definitely. My mom has made so many good friends, and my little sister used to be really shy, and it was kind of hard to get her to kind of open up to people, and now she's like the social butterfly of the school, and mom says it's hard to get her to come home. And I just feel like she's really done a lot better. We just got a new puppy, so that's that'll help them out a lot and I mean I'm just kind of proud of them for like being so strong through this especially my mom and dad because I know they go through a lot of stress and pressure with moving and I know this move was really hard because of COVID and I'm just really proud of my family for keeping it together due to quarantining and all that craziness. Well, and I think you need to be proud of yourself as well because your family's in Europe right now and you're actually in the States attending college in Tennessee, at least for right now. So I think that's also pretty incredible and a big change for you as well. You know, retirement, it's an eventuality for all career military families. What kind of advice would you give other teens whose parents might be retiring soon? I would just say be ready to go out and look for the resources you're usually given. Like 
if you're used to being told, hey, we have a group for kids whose parents are in the military or so y'all can make friends and have different things, I would get used to having to go out and look for that kind of stuff because in the military, they give you that kind of stuff, but in the civilian world, you have to go out and look for it. It's not hard, but it's definitely, you have to kind of come out of your shell a little bit. Well, I think that is really good advice and interesting that you bring up about the resources, you know, because you're right, you know, when we're in the military as families, uh, a lot of things are provided to us, whether it's um, medical doctors or dentists or uh, knowing that, you know, where the library is on post. And then once you leave that comfort of that community, you have to learn how to navigate all of that stuff on your own. So um, I think that's a really interesting perspective to kind of help prepare teens to understand how to research finding a doctor on their own or how to make those connections with friends when there isn't a military base right there. So one other thing though, Hannah, what makes our podcast special are the stories. And I love what you've shared so far, but do you have any maybe final story or advice that you'd like to share with our listeners? I'd like to say that when you're a military child, You have to grow up and really fast because sometimes your parent is not always home or you constantly have to move and find friends and you have to be constantly out there. And it's okay to take time for yourself because if you don't and all that pressure and emotion can build up, And you need to put it somewhere. So it's okay to take time to yourself and don't think you're letting your family down because you're not. And just breathe through the entire process of moving, retiring, no matter what you're doing. If it's change, it's always going to be hard. And constantly remind yourself that it's going to be okay and this is where I need to be. I have to say that's very sage advice for not only kids, but for adults too. And I, I... Really love that. Just breathe through the process. I think that's just great advice. So, Hannah, I would love to, if you don't mind sharing with our listeners, what is in the future for you this year? So far, I am finishing up my freshman year of college, but Sunday I go back home with my family and hopefully I can continue my online classes. And what I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody and being able to maybe volunteer a little bit. I know I like to do a lot of volunteer work with people with disabilities, and that is why I've decided to be a speech therapist. So that's pretty much my future as of right now. Well, that is wonderful. And I have to say, I'm just so appreciative for the stories like yours because I think they help people to better understand the unique life of a military kid. So I just want to thank you so much for agreeing to chat with me today. No problem. I had fun. I want to wish you best of luck. I know your parents are going to be very excited to see you once you get on that plane and take advantage of this COVID time and and being able to tap into virtual learning. So best of luck for the rest of the year. And I want to thank all our listeners for tuning in to the show today. Make sure to follow us so that you have access to our podcast first. And you can also leave us a comment or if you like this episode, please let us know. We're always looking for new topic ideas as well. 
and we'd like to wish you a happy and healthy day. This podcast has been made possible thanks to the generous support provided by Tidewater Officer Spouses Association. Thank you for making a difference in the lives of military children. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.